Yo, hey, what's good, bro? Oh, yeah. Yo, that shit's fire, bro. Yo, first thing I want to say is uh, welcome to the podcast, bro. To be honest, bro, it's an honor to have you on. You're my favorite producer after uh, Premiere, and uh, just to have you on is an honor, bro. That's deep. That's what's up, man. Appreciate you. Yeah, so let's get right into it. Uh, first thing I want to ask you, bro, uh, just growing up, what made you love uh, music and hip-hop in general, and um, who were some of your like favorite like artists as a fan? Man, uh, what made me love it was just hearing it all the time. Like, my uncle made music, so I just used to hear him, you know, playing his stuff. That was, that was some of my first, you know, inspiration, period, ever in music. His group called Troop, you know what I'm saying, back in the day, R&B group. But he also was into, like, West Coast gangster rap, so he was playing N.W.A., Easy e Ice Cube, you know, all the Dre stuff. And I just remember the sounds just used to hit me. Like, I used to always hear the beats more than I would hear the lyrics. Like, I would start to learn the lyrics over time. But the first thing I heard was beats ever since I was, like, you know, the first time I could remember hearing music. Yeah, for sure. Um, so just for people that don't know, uh, how'd you first get into producing and also rapping? And how old were you? And when did it, like, click for you? Like, this is what I want to do for a career. Man, I always wanted to do it, but when I uh when I when I turned 13, man, I just was like something in me just clicked, like, man, I gotta really like start doing this shit. Like, you know, I was I had no clue how to really lock in, but I just like got a a, a notepad and a, and, a, and a pencil or a pen and just started writing lyrics. The first thing that came to my mind, like, and I just kept it going from there. And a couple years in, I started taking it more serious and my uh, my uncle, you know, paid attention to what I was doing. So he he met this kid who had FL. He had FL Studio. He had Acid Pro. He had the whole setup to like record albums in his like mom's crib. And at that time, I you know, that wasn't super common. Like just to have that access at that age. We like 15 years old. So I just was, you know, I went crazy. Like and when I started making albums with him, he was making all the beats, and I was just writing lyrics and. Uh, I start. I just was clowning around one day, messing with it, um, messing with Fruity Loops, literally not taking it serious at all. And I was like, "This shit fun." Just like you know, you, how how visual it is, and you could just see everything laid out. You know, so it kind of like was like a video game or some shit to me. You know what I'm saying? I just started having fun with it, and after that, I took it serious. I was like 15, 16 when I was like, "I'm about to lock in on the beats too." Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think most people like at least like worldwide knew you when you uh, signed to good music. Obviously you have the song in Paris, one of the biggest songs of all time. Um, you did click as well. I just want to know how did you get in contact with good music and how did you really like meet and lock in with Kanye? And I was doing music and like getting placements early, like, like 2007. And uh, this was around the time I was living in Atlanta, but I'm from Cali. So I would fly back out here to work here and there in the studio that I would work at. 
Kanye will be up there working as well in a different room. Like it would be like me, Pharrell, Kanye, you know what I'm saying? The homie chasing cash, like just like all in the same building. And I, every time I ran into Kanye, I would talk to, to him about making music or whatever. And one day I got to play beats for him. And uh, he was he was just like loving the joints I played. But we never ended up doing anything. I gave him a CD with some joints, nothing happened. And uh, some years went by, I still was doing my thing. But um, uh, the, the homie from the IE, my boy, um, my boy from Rialto, my boy Dollar, he related to Kanye's cousin. And so he um, he said that Kanye's cousin was like hitting him up, like, yo, I want to get some shit for Hit Boy for, uh, for Kanye album. And they was working on my, uh, my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. So I just started sending him beats, not thinking nothing. I'm not definitely not thinking it's realistic, you know what I'm saying? And um, we we ended up connecting. He ended up doing this song called Christmas in Harlem over uh, one of my beats, and that was the first time we connected on some music. And after that, we linked in person and just cooked up. Yeah, that was a crazy run. Uh, some of the biggest songs that came out. Obviously, at that point, you're on good music, and then you leave, but you're with Interscope. Uh, you have the uh, the hit since '87, and uh, there at that time you're doing a lot of crazy shit too. You're producing for uh, ASAP Rocky. You know you had Goldie, One Train. That's one of my favorite songs I think ever. That beat is insane. Um, yeah, how is that transition going from like you know like you're on good music, you're huge, and then like you know just like moving past that? How was that process for you? And then how was it like having your own thing? Man, that shit was dope. It was a lot of work, you know what I'm saying? Like trying to still, you know, keep afloat as a producer, you know, supplying everybody out here, but then still trying to put that focus into my artists and as well working on my own artistry. That shit was just a lot to deal with, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, it was a good learning experience, you know what I'm saying? I got to really dive in and see what this game is about at an early age so like it was a blessing like you know some people my age right now I'm 34 and still ain't even got to go through that cycle of just like really understanding you know both sides of this shit the business side as well so I, I had that was a real upside for me at the time I was I was messed up about the fact that things didn't go to the level I seen them going to but it got to be a lot of synergy a lot of you know the right um, momentum between everybody involved and it was when there's too many people clashing too too much going on and not the right infrastructure it's never gonna go right and that's something that I got to that's a priceless lesson I got to learn so now the shit I'm doing that's why I'm pretty much laser focused like you know you see when me and Nas drop every time they like yo this shit better than the last project so it's like that we just set a standard for ourselves to like every time we got to level it up and that's that's you know going through everything with you know the situation with HS87 and everything led me to this point yeah i i was going to wait but let's just touch on it why uh you said it so you dropped three straight albums with Nas Kids Disease 1 2 the last week magic one wins a Grammy. I think two's just as good. And then Magic, another classic album. Um, Nas is one of my favorite rappers, and you're my favorite producer. So when you guys come together, I'm thinking, wow, this is going to be great. And then I don't think, as a fan personally, it could be better. You know what I'm saying? So how right. did you and Nas click up? And uh, how like how long has it taken you guys? Like when did you start making Kin Disease One to Magic? 
We started the first King's Disease, um, I think it was like January or February of 2020, like um, pre-COVID, pre-pandemic, all that. And we, um, it's funny that it was like called King's Disease before all that stuff even went down, even though it dropped after everything was going on. Uh, you know, the title was organic and it just came, um, you know, after we was, you know, it's funny because records like All Bad with Anderson Pack or Replace Me with Don Tolliver, you know, certain records that's kind of more radio friendly, more, um, you know, speaking to the females, those records was made first for King's Disease because it wasn't King's Disease at first. We was trying to make some love songs, you know what I'm saying, before Valentine's Day Project. And it just developed naturally because he was just like, yo, he came through, he heard what I was doing. He was like, nah, I got to keep pulling up. Like, literally, that's what he said. He was like, nah, I'm going to keep pulling up on you. And he did. And we just kept going. And honestly, we ain't stopped since then. Yeah, dude. And that's crazy, bro. Like, obviously, you're growing up, you're a hip-hop fan. Like, it's fucking Nas. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. do you ever sit? I know, like, as an artist, probably that's hard for you. And I know, like, me even doing this, it's hard for me to, like, sit back and be like, damn, like, I did this. You know what I'm saying? But do you ever yeah. sit back and just be like, damn, like, I got three albums with, like, the a top five rapper, like, of all time. Like, no debate. Like, he's one of the best ever. Does it ever, like, do you ever have time to, like, sit back and just be like, damn, like, this is fucking crazy. Like, I'm doing this. Yeah. I mean, that's, like, all wrapped up in one thing. Like, I'm... Uh... You know, on one end, I'm doing that. But on the other end, I'm like, oh, damn, we got more work to do, especially yeah. with us announcing the next album while we drop, you know, the newest album that put more pressure on us than we ever had. Because before people didn't really it was like little little articles of spectating and shit, but it wasn't not, nothing confirmed. So this time it's like confirmed. That means we got to continue to like raise the level on it. Yeah, and you're also doing like a bunch of other shit. Like you're on every you're on everybody's project. You know, you're just on Don Tolliver's What You Need. That's one of the best songs off his. Cordae's like every... with Lil Wayne. That shit was yeah. going. That's what I'm saying. You're everywhere, and then like you keep dropping these classics. Um, I just want to know what's what's next for you. Like, do you have something specific in mind? And also, uh, as a fan of you, I'm a fan of you as a rapper as well. Uh, would we ever get like a strictly hip boy rapping album? Yeah, we, we getting all that. I'm coming with that, and I'm coming with a producer album with just my beats and different artists that want to rock with me. So you could put that out there, man. If it's any major artist, or I mean, not even major, just any dope artist that's, like, trying to lock in with me on my album, come get a verse on this joint, man, because, I'm you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm in a different bag with the beats right now. Like, it's 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 on, it's on, that, it's on that level. For sure. Before I let you go, I want to just touch on uh, how did – uh. You, so obviously you were on Detroit one with Big Sean and you, I know you were like heavily on Detroit too. Uh, yeah. how, how's the relationship? How did that come? Obviously you guys were both on good music, but just, I know just looking at Sean, I would say from an outsider, he's like, I know a lot of artists are, but he seems like really like to be a perfectionist. You know what I'm saying? How did mm -hmm. he get you? Like, how's your guys chemistry together? Like, cause obviously he trusts you. And I think Detroit two is his, his best album personally. That's what's up, man. Yeah, that's my dog. He, He's another one that's just trying to elevate every time. So you got to respect that. And, you know, he just taught me a lot as far as, um, you know, not just settling on your first idea, like, you know, kind of 
retune it. Not every time, but sometimes it's better to just really think about the thought and what you want to get across and, and make sure it means something like so. You know, that's something that that sparked in my mind to like, okay, I can interchange things and I can try things different ways and with a different perspective on it. And does it doesn't have to be just because, oh, I think it's right or I think it should be this way. Like you might need a second opinion or whatever the case is. Just just keep trying until it is just like fluid as it could possibly be. So but we we me and bro, we we caught triple quadruple platinum records on accident, like click and shit like that. We, that was just me. Like I, I I literally damn near on accident. Like I had put that beat in a batch of beats, I sent, sent Kanye uh, way before Dom Kennedy dropped the CDC record with him and Casey Veggies. That that was that beat at first, and then we ended up flipping it into what Click is. But if you listen to CDC and then listen to Click, it's like basically the same type of vibe. But yeah, um, no, for sure. Yeah, from there we just developed like in probably like 2018. We just started working like as you know as much as we could. Like anytime he in the area or anytime he uh, got a free moment to pull up he gonna pull up and work on some ideas and the same with knives and that's why you know you see you know i might have a session with an artist and sean might just pull up and then he gets on he saw the baby single that i did this year or baby face race single that i did this year like you know just a bunch yeah um how did uh yeah, that's just like overall, bro. You and Big Sean. It's just, it's like you and Nas just fit perfect together. You and Big Sean, the same thing. Uh, I think when like uh, it's kind of just like when I look at Gangstar. You know what I'm saying? Like Primo and like it's just like the chemistry is crazy with like him and Guru. It's the same with you. Um, I and how did I know you won a Grammy with Racks in the Middle? Obviously, congratulations and uh, R.I.P. Nip. How how did that song come together? Man, that's crazy. Um. I was just a fan of uh, Roddy from the Die Young joint. Crazy. And, That's my favorite song uh, by him. I wanted to tap in with him, and he ended up working at the same studio I work at. And so he, we just tapped in. And he, um, matter of fact, it was like he, he was about to leave the studio, and he came in my room, and I was like, before you did, let me play you this beat. And it was the Racks in the Middle beat. And he was like, shit, load it up. I wasn't even planning on recording nothing. I loaded it up. I engineered recording. You know, he did the hook, and I was like, yo, this shit crazy. We should drop it. It was a verse on there, too, from him at first. And then I ended up having a session with Nip. I played in Racks in the Middle, and he was like, nah, bro, I need it. And I was like, fuck it, let's do it. <laughs> That's crazy, bro. Uh, last question I got for you, man. Um, you've worked with so many huge people, the biggest in the game, Kanye, Jay, Lil Wayne, Eminem, everybody. Um, who would you be your dream person uh, to work with? It, it could be dead or alive, but like, I'm just very interested. Like, who would you, if you had one choice of someone to lock in with, who you haven't already yet? Biggie, Pot, one of them. Michael Jackson, shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, I don't know, man. At this point, it's more so like who can I really build some with versus just doing a joint. I didn't do joints for a lot of people. Like I'm trying to do something special, like like how me and Nas is running it, me and Sean running it. Just um, whoever willing to lock in, though. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I, I I'm you just and Benny too. You guys are rocking too. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, bro. Uh, like I said earlier when we started, bro, I want to thank you for coming on. Um, 
you are the best producer in the game, bro. I don't, no one could tell me different. Um, I appreciate that. Yeah, I want everyone that watches this, obviously, go check out uh, Magic that just came out. Amazing yes, album. Uh, if there's anything you want to say or promote before we get off, bro. Man, Magic out right now. That's it. Ain't in the discussion. <laughs> for sure. Uh, yo, thanks for coming on, bro. Uh, hopefully, we could tap in uh, in the future. And uh, I just want to wish you the best of luck, bro. And I'll be uh, promoting everything you're doing going forward. Man, I appreciate that. Yeah, no doubt, bro. Stay safe, all right? Yes, sir.